Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studio in Cumming, Georgia, it's time for FOCO Talks. Brought to you by the Forsyth County Chamber of Commerce. Hello and welcome to the debut episode of FOCO Talks, the Forsyth County Chamber of Commerce's radio show and podcast. I am your host, Amanda Pierch, and we are broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios here in beautiful Cumming, Georgia. At the Forsyth County Chamber of Commerce, their mission is to champion business and support the community. If you'd like to learn more about the chamber, please visit focochamber.org. Today is my distinct pleasure to introduce some of the integral members of the Chamber of Commerce. I am here in studio with the president, Mr. James McCoy. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Of course. And here with the current board chair, Derek Brooks. Welcome to the show, Derek. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. We're excited to have you. And then my co-host for the day, who will ultimately be at the helm of this series, is Miss Michelle Daniels. She is the Vice President of Business Development, among many other things within the Chamber. Welcome to the show, Michelle. Thanks for having me. Of course. Well, I'm really excited today to share with our listeners a little bit about the great work that the Forsyth County Chamber of Commerce does in our community. But in order for us to educate them about the Chamber, let's first educate them about you. So I'll start with James, and I know, James, you are a humble man, so it is my job here to shine the light on you briefly. James McCoy is the president and the CEO of the Forsyth County Chamber of Commerce. For the last 16 years, he has led several successful campaigns to gain voter approval for over $2 billion for education, transportation, and public safety, infrastructure improvements included. During his tenure at the Chamber, the organization has worked with over 400 economic development clients and commercial real estate developments and have announced the creation of over 22,000 new jobs and over $2 billion of new capital investments within Forsyth County. That is quite the accomplishment, James. Thank you. I tip my hat to you. Thank you. I'd like you to maybe share a little bit with our listeners about that profound impact that you've had thus far and some of um, the, the catalysts to your success. Well, thank you. We, um, so um, when I first came to the chamber um, in 2005, um, the, the organization had a budget of about $680,000, and we had a staff of, uh, I can't recall, I think four and a part-time uh, uh, person, and um you know, it was pretty narrowly focused around um, uh, some networking events, some community events, and, and some of that work. And the board of directors at the time, uh, chaired by um, uh, Andy Walker, um, and many folks know Drew Walker, who is Andy's son, is going to be our board chair uh, next year for the, the chamber. And we're excited about that, to have that sort of multi-generational uh, investment in the organization. But Andy um, made it very clear that uh, when I was, was hired, the expectation was that we were going to be a, an economic development entity, that we were going to, in addition to providing great service to uh, local companies and giving them an opportunity to grow themselves and invest in themselves, that we were also going to become an organization that uh, aggressively went out and uh, recruited new companies to this community, worked with developers to build new office product, new flex space uh, and commercial space, and uh, that we would be a leader um, and leading partnerships 
to be able to get these big ticket infrastructure items uh, accomplished, like the widening of 400 and, and other things. And of course, you know, the, what really is central to that is driving the partnerships to help make that happen. So um, all of that is to say that uh, it was a very intentional plan uh, from well before I arrived here. And uh, I am, uh, there is, there's l- quite literally not a day that goes by that I am not very, very grateful that they took a big risk on me because I was uh, a mere child when I was hired. Um, and that, that's actually kind of true. I look back on it now and I thought, gosh, you guys were crazy to make a, to take a risk on, I mean, I was 26. And, uh, and so, you know, I look back on that now, but I'm so grateful that that happened uh, because, uh, and, and, and I hope others are grateful that it happened, but I, but I certainly am and have enjoyed uh, every minute of it. And, and there's a lot of great stuff in Forsyth County to work with. Absolutely. Um, I think that they, the risk was worth the reward. I hope so. I hope so. They haven't let me go yet. So, and I'm looking at Derek, who's our board chair and I'm like, right. (laughs) Am am I still still in? (laughs) Not this year. (laughs) Speaking of Derek, I'd like to share with our listeners a little bit about Derek Brooks. Um, You might know that he is a Forsyth County native and he is the third graduating class of South Forsyth High School. I guess that carries a lot of clout around here. It, it, it lets folks know I'm for real about Forsyth County. <laughs> about Forsyth County. Um, he not only owns and operates Brandywine Printing Incorporated here in Forsyth County, it's a family-owned business, and it was founded in the early 80s by his father. Um, Brandywine Printing helps organizations succeed by providing printed materials that improve their image to make them more efficient. Beyond that, Derek is an active Rotarian. He loves giving back to his community. He participates in many um, nonprofit ventures, and I'll let him expand on those points. But something funny here, Derek, that I want to share with our listeners is that you like jigsaw puzzles of any kind. There's one on my kitchen table right now. How many pieces? A a thousand, but it's a weird one. It's a weird one, but it's a thousand pieces. Biggest I've done is 3,000 pieces. Yikes. Now that's a cliffhanger. It's it's a weird one. What it's, is I it? I mean, I don't know how to talk about it. It's it's um, you put it together. It comes in an envelope. Mm-hmm. You empty the envelope. You put the puzzle together. When you're done with that, it goes. Hey, there's another envelope. Go, you know, open that one. There's more pieces, and it's actually five puzzles in one. And you move them around, and it makes a different design. And it's really cool. Sounds and I love really it. Intricate. And I've got I got it's it's one company that started on Kickstarter. And they said puzzles have been the same forever, and we just wanted a cool puzzle. I think it's called the Magical Mystery Puzzle Company. That sounds very cool. I'll have to give it a Google. It's very cool. Sorry to deviate from um, the impact of the chamber and your role within. Uh, I just wanted to share that little nugget of something fun with our listeners. And for those of you who don't know Derek personally, again, he is the current board chair of the Forsyth County Chamber of Commerce. Derek, share with us a little bit about what that role entails and about your enthusiasm for the organization. Yeah, so as a as a native, I don't. I've never said this out loud, but for Scythian, um, I just I've seen a lot of change in our community, and um, it's not all good change. It's not all bad change, but it's change, a lot of change. And and I talked to a a, a past board chair of the chamber, and I said, "Why would you do that?" He said, "Because I can make more change in this position without running for office than anything else I can think of." And I said, ah, okay. So, uh, yeah, so through this, through the chamber and through this position, I've been able to have conversations with people I usually wouldn't have access to uh, and ha- have been able to 
to foster positive change in our community. So that's the, the driving factor for me. Um, so far, all, all of that has worked out well. Fostering positive change. Yeah. And, and I've had to print zero campaign signs. <laughs> I like For that. myself. I do have to just, um, because I'm so delighted with the partnership that you and I share here, we are seated in this beautiful new studio here off of Triple Gap Road in Cumming, Georgia, and it is all decked out. We got all of our graphics and all of our logoed items from Brandywine Printing. So thank you for partnering with us and making the studio look stellar. Well, it's a two-way partnership, so we appreciate it as well. Of course. Thank you for all of your service within the community, gentlemen. I would be remiss if I didn't shine the light on my co-host who has been silent thus far. Miss Michelle Daniels, she is an exciting gal that does so many things for the chamber. Her title does not do service for all of the functions that she performs. Um, She and I connected personally because we share a passion for marketing and a lot of things creative and we have uh, equally matched energy, which is kind of unique because not everybody has that much energy. Again, Michelle is the Vice President of Business Development here with the Chamber. And share with our listeners, Michelle, a little bit about what you do within that role and how you serve uh, the great county of Forsyth. Absolutely. So at the core of my role, we did a big transition back in 2021 at the Chamber of Commerce where um, some, you know, some folks shined throughout the pandemic and things were highlighted. And of course, you know, those that know me personally and professionally know that I absolutely love to be creative, whether it's building websites, um, doing social media, social media and digital marketing is actually, you know, my specialty, my background, and I really enjoy it. And a lot of people don't like that. So at the core of my role is actually to lead the chamber um, marketing and communications efforts, not only for the chamber, but also for our economic development arm, Ford for Sight. And then I also oversee all of the membership and sales side. So we've actually fused uh, marketing and sales for the first time in the chamber's history. So it's it's a lot of fun to be able to propel businesses in a completely new way. Uh, the launch of this podcast, of course, is one of them uh, to be able to deliver insight and information, you know, and how the chamber can help not only our community, but help businesses uh, grow and flourish. Well, thank you for all that you do. I know that uh, if anybody listening is active within the Forsyth marketplace or any any of the surrounding marketplaces, they will have been at an event that you had a hand in orchestrating, or they would have met you at an event like I have too. Uh, Michelle's always running around introducing people. She's got the camera. She's doing videos. She's doing everything that makes all of these events so fruitful for all of us to attend. Um, That's something that I'd like to chat about if you don't mind. I wanted to share with our listeners from my own personal experience as a newcomer to Forsyth and also a new cabinet club member, my experience as a new person to the marketplace. And I will share with you, it was very welcoming. I uh, met Michelle and Beth pretty early on. They treated me to a delicious lunch at Tam's Tupelo. We got to know each other. They really kind of expressed a true desire to understand my goal within bringing Business Radio X here to the community. And we kind of formed a friendship based on getting to understand each other's um, passions and and where we're looking to go here in the years to come. And I think that's where we found our synergetic partnership. And um, here we are today. So I wanted to thank you for all of the opportunities that you provide and all the resources that the chamber provides to not only for Scythians, is that what you said, Derek? I, I'm going with it. For Scythians, but for anybody that'd like to participate in any way, shape, or form. And again, if you'd like to learn more, visit focochamber.org. 
Now we're going to kind of open up the floor and have have a little bit of a um, group discussion. And I'd like for you guys to share your perspective on the Chamber of Commerce. James, you have a tenure within the association, and also it is near and dear to your heart. So I'd like to ask you, what does the Chamber do for the community? Well, Derek really summed it up nicely. I mean, in my view, uh, uh, Chamber of Commerce is the the tool uh, outside of any other sort of government entity or elected body uh, to create lasting, meaningful change. Um, we, you know, we're, we're not subject to election cycles. Um, we're not subject to, you know, political changes that happen sometimes nowadays in the course of a week um, or less. Um, you know, it's our, our job uh, to be focused on the long-term future of this community um, and the long-term interests of uh, the business community to ensure that it is a very prosperous uh, a place that we all want to live and work and grow and develop in, um, and that that opportunity exists. So, um, but but the short version of that is exactly what what Derek said. It's we we are an agent agent of positive change, um, and and really you know if you look not just around the country, but around the world, the communities that have enjoyed the greatest prosperity and the greatest change, that change is really when great business people are deeply involved with their community and creating those outcomes. And what we try to do is foster that, facilitate that. Um, and the benef- the direct benefit of people who get involved with that um, is that they generally see their businesses grow. Uh, they generally see their own individual prosperity increase and opportunities increase because, you know, you want to do business with people you know and people that you you do business with or or, or work in the community with, rather. Well, and James, that brings up a really great segue into Derek's chamber story because, Derek, I know, um, you know, of course, we always want to help other businesses grow and flourish. And, Derek, you've got a really great chamber story about – so share that with us. Yeah. So uh, my dad started our company in our basement in – 1982. And, um, so there was a point, I guess in order for our business to grow, when I told him I wanted to do this for a living, he said, well, we're making $50,000 a year and that's not enough for two families. And even though I was still living in his house, you know, he needed to pay me or felt like he needed to. And I agreed with that. So, uh, he said, if we're going to, if we're going to do this, you need to figure out how to get more customers. So, um, I started selling printing, and uh, part of that work was figuring out how to how to meet businesses. And so I, I got a chamber membership. I, I don't remember when we actually joined the chamber, but it would have been between 1994 and, and 2000. So I like to say I've been a chamber member since the 1900s, um, and uh, which is true, but sounds a lot more impressive than it really is. So. Uh, uh, so I joined the chamber and I started going to the networking events, the business after hours. And I, eh, that was pretty much it. <laughs> the business after hours was the value that I got from the chamber, but I met other businesses around. And so I said, okay, well, I should get more involved. And so we were doing different things with the chamber to get, to meet more people. And, uh, that was before James was with the chamber. Uh, you came in. Oh, five. Oh, five. So, uh, so there was in that change of the guard between the old administration and James and, and the new administration, I kind of was a fan of the old administration. They, they didn't do everything right, but it was a lot of fun. 
<laughs> and so I was kind of like, hey, wait a minute, I like having fun and I know these people. So now that it's different, I'm gone. So I actually dropped my membership for um, a short period of time. And I don't know if you remember this, James, but we were at Movies 400 one time and you were behind me or in front of me in line. I think you were in front of me and I knew that it was you. And I said, should I join the chamber? And of course you said yes. So, uh, and you sent somebody out to meet with me and I, and I rejoined. So, uh, anyhow, so at that point, a small company, me and my dad, I think at that point I probably had a pretty small staff as well, but it was still, we're very small, less than 10, uh, team of less than 10. And I was involved in every way that I knew how to be involved. But, um, there was, and I think that, I don't remember the specifically what happened, but I think the chamber organization hired me to do some printing at some point. And I said, you know what, at the end of the year, I said, I'm going to reinvest all the money they gave me. So whatever that project was, I just said, let's do sponsorship with all of that money. And, and I think the way that it turned out was it increased my level of membership because I was at this today, I think our basic membership is $350 a year. Um, and then depending on how many employees you have, it could be higher than that. Right. So, but you're not limited to the $350 a year. So I said, here's the money you gave me here. It is back. What can we do with this? And what it, what it ended up doing was increasing my level of, uh, of membership. And I got some sponsorship dollars out of it somehow or another. And I ended up, I learned, I wasn't, I wasn't aware of it at the time. It opened doors to, and I, and I don't know that this is the actual next level that I went. I, I think I went from a standard membership to a chairman's cabinet membership. And I was not aware that there was a chap, chairman's cabinet um, at the time because little me and my dad in our basement kind of who's, we don't even need to talk to him about that. And so, so um, anyhow, so now I'm there and I'm getting invited to these other events that I'd never been aware of before. So I went to them and I'm like, okay, there's different people in this room. And they were, and it was a different level of networking. So, um, not that the not that the other level went away or I stopped doing it, but it's there is a different level of networking when you can get into a different room. That's a different level. So, um, so from there, I did the same thing the next year and said, "Okay, let's put all this on advertising." And so now I'm chairman's cabinet member. And I'm advertising with the chamber. And then people started saying, oh, I know Brandywine. Oh, I know Brandywine, this, that, and the other. And it was literally my only marketing was through the chamber. And I was putting all my eggs into that basket because our, our customers are businesses. So if you're, if you're business to business, it makes perfect sense because everybody there is a business. So uh, I became, I think the next thing was now people knew who I was. And um, I got invited to be on a committee somewhere. Some, I don't even remember. Um, and I guess I added some value there because I got invited to sit on a different committee. And then uh, in 2014, I was invited to sit on the board. And um, I don't know to this day who referred me to the board. If you got those records, I'd like to – maybe I need to visit, visit somebody. But anyhow um, – so on 2014, I, I joined the board, and um, 
Yeah, you know, I mean, from there, at some point, some some board chair asked me if I wanted to be board chair in the future. So the system that we've got in place for continuity is great because I've been, let's say, today I'm board chair. Last year I was board chair elect, and the year before that I was second board chair elect. So I've been groomed very well. Now that I'm here, it doesn't feel new, which is great. We have a great process, and we have the past board chair. Uh, all All of that goes really well together. So that's the long version of my chamber experience and it still continues. And it's a great experience. Thank you for sharing. Um, you, it's a great segue into my next question is, you know, you mentioned you spent all your advertising dollars within sponsorships within the chamber and advertising, you know, within the chamber. How has that helped your business? Um, because I know that you had a couple of stories of, you know, the business roundtable opened up some relationships that actually yeah. led to some really big projects for you and your team. Yeah, I forgot about that. That was uh, when we started the business roundtable. That would have been in 09, I believe. And it was a SCORE. Do, do you know what SCORE stands for? It's like something about retired executives. Service Corps of Retired Executives. And they do not call themselves that. Now they're just SCORE. Uh, because there's a lot of folks uh, involved with it that aren't retired. Anymore. So they say it, it stands for whatever you want it to stand yeah, that's for. Right. That's right. Okay. So so SCORE was doing a pilot roundtable thing through the Forsyth County Chamber, and I was approached, and they said, somebody that worked, cha- chamber staff said, would you like to be at this? And I said, yes. I have a I have a rule. It's from Jeffrey Gittimer, who's a sales author, guru. And he, he's got a rule, and, and I call it my rule because I've used it, but – it's the 50 butt rule. If there's 50 butts in a room, mine is too. And if y'all have noticed, is that true? That is true. If there's 50 butts in a room, by golly, I will be there. So when I got invited to be in a room with people, absolutely, I'll take it. So yeah, I did the, um, I did the uh, round table. I met a lady there that I've never met before. Um, we ended up doing some philanthropic work uh, together, uh, uh, Brandywine, her company, and four or five other companies. And um, we became good friends. And so we became good friends with her. My, my, me and my wife became good friends with her and her husband. We've traveled together and we hung out together a lot. I mean, really good friends. I would say almost best friends. Probably, let's just go with that. We're best friends. And in 2000, I don't know when it was. It was uh, maybe 10 years ago, they sold their company and they started a new company and they needed some printing help. And I gave them some advice. And, um, in 2019, that advice turned into half a million dollars profit for each of us. So, um, and we still do that work. That's not as big. That was a unique year. (laughs) I would like to do it every year, but one job in 17 days for them, we mailed, 1.3 1.3 million letters that that were over a million dollars uh, in revenue, over a million dollars in profit. So it was pretty cool. That's amazing. Well, thank you for sharing. That's incredible to hear your story um, and, you know, just the, the different, especially since it's been since the 1900s, as you'll say. <laughs> we'll keep that. Um, but, James, will you share with us, because one of the things that, you know, Amanda and I have had conversations and many folks around the, you know, the community, we've had this conversation, but a lot of people don't know what a chamber of commerce is. So can you share with us really at the core of it, what is a chamber of commerce and how does a chamber of commerce actually help businesses? Well, it's real core. It's a group of business people who come together and 
they've decided that um, they want to grow their business and they want to grow their business by knowing one another and doing business exactly what Derek just described and use the chamber as an avenue for building that. Um, they also say, you know what, there's a lot of us in this room, there's a lot of us in this organization, and we can we can create some real change. And 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 so they had, we had the or, a chamber identifies uh, uh, needs in the community that help both business and residents, and work on those initiatives. Transportation infrastructure for us, it's transportation infrastructure improvement, it's community development, it's our partnership with our schools, um, and and ensuring that the business community is doing everything we can to keep our school system at, you know, the, the leading the nation um, uh, for by all measures, really, but and certainly in the, the state of Georgia. And so um, that's really at the core of it. It's just a group of business people who come together and organize themselves to execute some work and networking events and uh, uh, and, and in our case, in our chamber, uh, they decided that they would pool their resources to uh, hire full-time staff to execute some really important, at least in my view, really important strategic initiatives to drive change in, in the community. And the idea is, hey, we want somebody getting up every day working on workforce development or economic development or um, uh, 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 putting these events together so everybody can come together uh, and 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 build those relationships that not only build community but build businesses. Wonderful. So, Derek, I'm going to come to you for the next question. Um, so, we are hearing about all the great things that a chamber of commerce does for not only the community but for businesses as well. When you are approached by a, a business owner, say you're at dinner or at trivia with your wife, and someone says, "Well, why should I join the chamber?" What's your response to that? It's funny. The first thing I ask them is, if, if do they live in the county? Because I don't think um, your your average resident of Forsyth County doesn't realize how much work the chamber's done to help them live the lifestyle they've become accustomed to. And so while it is about driving business and commerce, there's so many things. I mean, James mentioned the widening of 400. The, the hand that we had and bringing all the people to the table uh, to make that happen was uh, instrumental. So who lives in Forsyth County or around Forsyth County that doesn't appreciate the, the extra lanes on 400? And uh, they may not say it today, but I assure you, if they were, you ask them about what that was like before we had those lanes, right? So I, I generally will start with that. Do you live in the county? Because if you do, there's so many things. I think a lot of people don't realize our school board was started by the Chamber of Commerce. I mean, it was there was no school board. It, so there's so many things that, that our chamber has done and continues to do to enrich the lives of people that live in Forsyth County. So that's that I, I like to I was on the rebranding committee when we did a couple of years ago and um and and we were talking about should we have a tagline and and I said can we have the tagline uh it would be like Forsyth County Chamber of Commerce you have no idea what we've done for you because because it really it, you know there's so many things that if you start peeling back the layers you're like yeah the chamber did that oh the chamber did that there are things that you know a lot of those um the questions on on our ballots that we vote on, we have a hand in a lot of those questions to help 
things, positive change happen here uh, from our voters. So a lot of people don't realize the Chamber of Commerce has to do with that stuff. I will say from personal experience, um, if you don't work the chamber, the chamber doesn't work for you. And if that didn't make sense, I've I've heard other experiences of people who um, minimally participate or they just think because they join that there's going to be some magic manifestation of business. But the truth behind that is it's a resource center. It's a hub. It's a community within itself. And if you don't integrate and participate within that community, then you're going to be just on the sidelines. Yeah. So share a little bit about the participation that you guys um, see or that you um, enjoy so much about the Forsyth County Chamber of Commerce. One thing that you both have in common, all of us here at the table, is servant leadership. You keep emphasizing positive change and lasting meaningful relationships. So talk about some of those commonalities and your enthusiasm behind them. Well, you know, for me, um, uh, the the focus that we we spend a a great deal of time on um, is is realizing that when when business people come together uh, to, to either network or work on an initiative, what they're really bringing to the table, um, it's like they're bringing their babies to the table. You know, uh, Derek and his description of the growth of their business, that is integral to the part of, to, to, to who he is and to, to his life. It's a, it's a dream. And uh, we take that very seriously, that people are really coming to us with their dreams and, and, and something that is very near and dear to them. Um, and so what I I try to do and my role in the organization is to keep us, um, you know, focused on that, that that's, that's actually almost a sacred responsibility because people are coming to you with something that is so vulnerable. Uh, you don't see it at a networking event. You don't think, gosh, oh, everybody here's a dreamer and coming in. You know, that's not it at all. But if you peel that, that onion back, what you get to uh, layers below um, is, is in fact that that's the case. So, um, once you sort of acknowledge that and recognize that and understand that in terms of the seriousness of the work uh, that we're doing, um, it opens up all these other doors um, of how to better serve um, others because pe- helping people to execute the dream that they have um, is, is, is really all about building community. And, and that, that community fur- furthers the cause of, helping people build those dreams and prosperity. So um, I, I kind of come from that place. I also know that there, there is, uh, you know, the ripple effect of the work of the chamber um, is, is unbelievable. Um, I, there are so many stories that I have of where, you know, um, sort of Derek, what you were saying, you're in the room, you're present and you make a relationship that 20 years from now you are, yielding the, the benefit from I tell our team all the time there was a we were hosting an event um here in the community this many years ago and uh um a woman came to the the event and was looking for a job and so I introduced she had a ba- background in healthcare. I introduced her to a uh a, a, a healthcare organization that was there at that event five years later she came up to me at an event. I did not recognize her. I didn't know who she was because I only spent maybe 10, 15 minutes with her at this event. And she said, you may not remember this, but you introduced me to an organization that hired me. And I'm now the regional director. There was no way for you to know this. But at the time, I, I had just, I was going through the end of a very ugly divorce. I was becoming a single mom. 
I didn't have a home. Uh, I didn't know what I, she said. I was absolutely scared to death. And now, uh, I live on the lake. Uh, I've re, you know, remarried. I have a child with my new husband and, uh, very happy. And, and, and it brought a very personal, and that was, she just showed up for 15, 20 minutes at an event that we just brought a bunch of people together and something really great came out of that. Uh, and that's just the one that I know about there. I'm sure there, there are others. So, uh, that's a probably long way to answer that question, but it's, to me, that is the heart and soul of what it's, it's really all about. That was fantastic. And for those of you just joining us, we are speaking with uh, the Forsyth County Chamber of Commerce, President and CEO James McCoy, joined by the current board chair, Derek Brooks, as well as the Vice President of Business Development, Michelle Daniels. Um, Derek, I'd love to kind of hear your opinion on on the same topic um, about your enthusiasm behind the great work you guys are doing here in Forsyth. I don't think, as James was talking, I was trying to think what what is the right answer to this? And and I don't think there's a thing more important than relationships. I really think relationships make the world go round. And the chamber is really just a, a, a place to invest in relationships. I mean, it's you're gonna it gives you opportunity to build relationships with people you didn't have an opportunity to build with before. And um yeah, I mean, you, you, if you just stay involved, and you were talking earlier, you know, the more you put in, the more you get out. And if you're at the events, I mean, the way the human brain works is crazy, but you you know, the reticular activating system, I talk a lot about that with marketing. And if and when you become aware of people, you'll stay aware of those people. And you'll and you in certain people, you may even want to you may be attracted to not, not romantically, but you know, you may want, there's just something Energy. about them. Yeah, yeah. That you want to, you want to have a relationship with them. And, uh, and those things, it's just crazy. The things that can happen when you get a couple people, uh, together that just, that just think alike They're motivated. Yeah. Yeah. And you just don't even know the fireworks that could happen. And I mean, yeah, I've, I've been involved in with nonprofits that, we're stifled, not really doing anything. You put the right people in the room, they think differently, and crazy things happen, and now they're taken off. Taken off. Thank you for your perspective on that, Derek. Michelle, I'd like to include you in the conversation because you are largely responsible for a lot of the events that we're speaking about, orchestrating them and uh, strategically compiling um, these people so that we can all have success together. Share with our listeners a little bit about what goes into providing all these resources and planning all of these functions. I myself have participated in some pretty high caliber events here within the community that have been paramount in helping educate me about Forsyth as a newcomer to the county. One of them was uh, last year, and it was the Answer the Call. Uh, when you guys visit the website, you will actually see some photos from the Answer the Call on the graphics, and that was a very information-packed event. Derek was at uh, on stage leading that that conversation in a green sequin jacket 
Thank you. Looking <laughs> stylish. Beautiful, beautiful. Holiday theme. I, I, I almost wore it today. <laughs> oh, that would have been great. Um, but just about all, all of the uh, hard work that you put into providing these resources and these elements for all of the members to continue to grow and thrive. Sure. Well, it's really a, it's a group effort, and we actually have an, a phenomenal events uh, director on our team, Jesse Martin, who really orchestrates what we call our Hallmark events, the, really, the ones that really push the needle and really kind of help celebrate the community, lift the community. One of those is um, Celebration of Excellence which honors the Teachers of the Year, Partners in Education for for Scythe County Schools. And this year, I mean, it was just an absolute, uh, it was an honor to be in that room seeing the gentleman who was presented with the, um, the Teacher of the Year for the entire county. He gave one of the most phenomenal speeches. In fact, many of us in the room were like, well, man, if he doesn't want to stay a math teacher, he'd be a great speech writer. Because it was so compelling and amazing to hear his story about um, just kind of his journey as of becoming a teacher and wanting to give back to the community. And it really, we all, you know, as a team, we looked around and we're like, and this is why we do what we do to be able to be in a room, 520 people. In fact, it was the first event that we've had really since the pandemic of that size. And it felt very normal, but it was really wonderful to be in that room with um, leaders from all over the community, healthcare, education, um, our board of commissioners, just all different facets of the community coming together to celebrate our school system. But that's just one component. That's just one event. We also host um, a lot of economic development events with transportation specifically in mind. And I'll throw that to James later to talk more about what that looks like. but, you know, it's we're a team. And last year alone, I think it was 156 events between webinars, Zoom calls, different things, in-person events, networking opportunities that we hosted for our community. And it spans a variety of ways. It goes from your smaller in-person coffee networking that we do at Halcyon. Um, you know, I think it's the last Friday of every month. The nine before nine. The nine before nine, that's correct. Um, to our, you know, bi-monthly power networking lunches, which has been a long-standing favorite of our members. But really, truly at the core of it, every event is a networking event. It's And like, you know, you both have said so um, poetically today is that it's really what you put into it. And those that come to events early and stay afterwards, that's when, you know, a lot of the networking really happens at some of those large-scale events. Because those events is where you get to be face to face in a room with the the, the decision makers of the community, the ones that really want to propel change. Um, and so I'm very proud to be part of that. And in, in my future role, I was able to help develop those events. But over the last three years, you know, Jesse Martin on our team and Laura Stewart have really taken it to a, an entirely new new level with technology. Technology has propelled our events into a whole new. Uh, realm because now we do a lot of like the LED walls because now we have to really do a hybrid style where you know we have a lot of people who just don't quite frankly have the time to come to our events in person but they still want to be a part of it and so we have that you know virtual component that's very important to our team um, that we can have them live on in infamy on on YouTube so if you don't subscribe to us on YouTube definitely head over to Foco Chamber on YouTube to check out our previous events and current events coming up so um, but James, I'd love for you to talk about some of our economic development events that we have, especially this year, because it's a it's going to be a big year for economic development yeah. and a lot of things coming down the pipeline. So uh, last year was actually our biggest year ever, $250 million, a new cap of companies announcing new capital investment developers uh, who, and all of this is non-residential 
commercial uh, and non-retail. Uh, th- these are folks who are uh, coming to our community tech companies, um, uh, small, um, you know, advanced manufacturing companies uh, that are investing in our community. And, and this past year was a banner year uh, for us. Um, you know, we had uh, um, 1,500 jobs uh, announced, I believe, last year somewhere in that ballpark. And um, and really, you know, the, the, the whole idea behind economic development is um, – you know, working with uh, our partners, the county, the schools, uh, our commercial real estate partners, the State Department of Economic Development, um, and the, the utility companies to um, be able to put our what we call the product out there, the available space uh, for companies to locate in Forsyth County. I mean, we are blessed with a phenomenal school system. We are blessed with uh, great transportation infrastructure. Uh, we are blessed with uh, a, a lot of amenities that clearly a lot of people are interested uh, in being a part of. So we don't have, you know, we're not we're not in a place where we have to provide any excuses. We're at a place where we just need to be able to build the space uh, and those those commercial buildings for those companies to come. So that's what we work on. We work on. Um, we have uh, 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 Slade uh, Gullich, who's our vice president of economic development and the head of the Ford Forsyth Economic Development Partnership. That's all of those partners that we're talking about. And uh, really, it's coming together to identify um, a, a strategy and execute that strategy well in a thoughtful, measurable way so that we can grow greater investment in, in our community. Um, and there's a lot of reasons for that, you know, the tax digest and a number of other things. But, but primarily it's about creating prosperity and opportunity and, and greater in investment in, in our community so that, um, you know, it's not just a great place to live and raise your kids. It's a great place to start your business. It's a great place to grow your business. It's a great place as an entrepreneur to come and uh, build what you, you want to build. It's a great place for, um, we have lots of examples of these in Forsyth County, uh, uh, companies that are headquartered in Germany to who are trying to gain entry to the U.S. market. We are a great place for those companies, and they know that. And uh, we've been we've worked for a, a long time uh, to 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 build that. Um, and really, oftentimes, you know, we'll talk about if you if you just live in Forsyth County and you're, you know, going about your daily life. Well, what does that mean to you? And what that really means, in, in, at least in my view to you, is that, uh, first of all, those folks are all paying property taxes that you're not having to pay. So from a straight up just uh, let's think about it from from my own standpoint, um, being able to bring more of those companies means that it's more likely that we as a community are going to be able to keep uh, our millage rate low and and uh, be able to have more money to do what we want to with our lives. Those companies are also helping us pay for transportation infrastructure. So if we like roads wider and we like intersections that are more streamlined and all of that. Those companies are helping us uh, uh, to, to do that. Uh, and that's to say nothing of all the other economic benefits that come along with it. So that's really what it is um, and, and really why we do it. And uh, uh, there's a lot of opportunity for folks to be engaged and involved in that work. That's great. Well, and I think, and you know, when you touched upon it, it's, you know, Forsyth County is a great place to live. 
and we we all are residents of the community, and then it's also a great place to work. But a lot of people are starting to see, and there's a lot of buzz because it's a, a really fun place to play too. Um, and one of the fun facts that a lot of people don't know about the chamber is we also serve as the uh, tourism entity for the community as well. So Joni Buford is our director of tourism and is leading an incredible effort to um, recruit more sporting tournaments here. And, you know, we've got an incredible, you know, it's the number one rated uh, parks and recreation in all of the state of Georgia for the last four years, which is impressive. And so we have a lot of sports tournaments that naturally want to flock here and come and play here. And so we've got Lake Lanier in our backyard and a lot of fun, um, you know, live, work, play communities that are being developed at a rapid pace as well. So it's become such a fun thing to for me to experience, especially you know, another thing that the chamber does that a lot of people don't realize is those yellow signs when you're seeing filming productions happening. Well, the chamber is the um, the group that puts together those filming productions coming to our community. So we've hosted Ozark and several different feature films here as well. And so um, that's also a really fun component that a lot of people benefit from, especially business owners, because it's very lucrative to have your business be rented for filming purposes. So Absolutely. And actually, I live uh, very near where the home for the Ozarks was used to film right there on the lake. So when I drive by the, um, I think it's the Army Corps of Engineers campgrounds, you can literally see it. So that is nice. And it is a, a cool talking point. There are so many robust offerings here, not only through the chamber, but in Forsyth as a county. Um, kind of as we are coming to an end with our show, I'd like to give each of you an opportunity to share something fun that you enjoy most about our beautiful community. And I will ask Michelle first, because I know that Michelle, I don't want to disclose where you exactly live, but you um, are a resident of a live, work, play community here in the local area. And I'm sure that you enjoy being able to walk down and grab a bite to eat or maybe take uh, advantage of some of those trails. So beyond that, what would you say is one of the most attractive things about this community to you or something that you enjoy doing most here? Oh. Well, so I'm definitely spoiled that I can walk downstairs and be able to have um, access to 33 restaurants, a movie theater, and um, well now 12 miles of uh, beautiful Big Creek Greenway at my doorstep, which is incredible. So that's absolutely one of my favorites. But another secret gem that I absolutely love is being able to go and head over to Mary Alice Park and enjoy some of um, the beach access there. A lot of people don't realize there's actually beach access at Mary Alice Park. Really nice. It's really nice. They've they've completely um, redone it. It's beautiful. And it's really nice if you want some uh, I'm a water baby. I'm from Florida originally. And so when I'm kind of yearning for some water adventures or even just, just being able to be in that serenity, be able to head over there. And then I look forward to every year. I have to give a shout out to our fairgrounds crew because we host a, a, an amazing, um, the country coming fair and festival every single year, every single October. And I look forward to it every single year. It's, it's a really fun event. Thank you for telling me that. I just wrote down Mary Ellis and the country coming fair. So I look forward to checking both of those out. Awesome. And yourself, Derek. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, I like the Greenway too. And and we were fortunate that a, a subdivision right across the road from our print shop connects to the Greenway. So I can literally, and we have showers at the print shop. So I can literally, uh, at lunch, put on my running clothes, go across the road, get on the Greenway, do a little run, come back, shower, and y'all don't even know. Everybody, we're just doing business again. So I love the Greenway, um, and I'm on the part that they just redid over yep. uh, on the south end. 
Uh, I'm really excited about that. The uh, our, our parks, you just can't beat our parks. I mean, I think I don't. How many? What do they call them? rectangle fields? How many? I know it used to be 17. It's got to be more. Yeah, I think we're at 26 now. Yeah, I mean, you can turf fields. What? It's awesome. Yeah. And so, Sawney Mountain is right here. We can almost yeah. see yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, it's it's crazy. But I'll tell you what I did um, last week. That's a new thing in the county. Um, I went to the focal center. Some people want to call it the Focal Center. It doesn't matter. Call it what you want. Nobody knows. Uh, it's not established enough to be wrong yet. So uh, I call it the Focal Center. That stands for Forsyth Center for Forsyth Center for, of Arts and Learning, Forsyth, something like that. So it's uh, our school system built it. And uh, Friday, I, th- I don't know, if, I think it was Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, they did what they call the Penguin Project. And it was, a, it was Annie, the play Annie, but it was – uh, all the performers were special needs students, and they had um, mentors beside them dressed the same. So if they forgot a line or something, the mentor would kind of whisper. And it, they didn't need them much. They didn't need them much. It was I'm not I'm not a drama person. I'm not a theater person, uh, but I wanted to see that. So me and my wife went. We did not have a dry eye the whole time because we were either laughing or crying or I mean it was just fantastic it was amazing and the focal center is a beautiful beautiful building and that was their first produced play um that they that they've had in the theater so it was it was awesome and i'll have to check that out because i think the event that i mentioned before that answered the call that was kind of like the grand i don't want to say grand opening but that was the first time that it was pretty much open it was a beautiful auditorium so i can only imagine what the play was like having sat in those chairs James, what are some of the things that you enjoy about the beautiful community? So um, just in terms of stuff I like to go do for fun, um, you know, so I, I fish. And uh, so most people I think that I tell, oh, I'll go, of course you like to go fish. There's Lake Lanier. But actually, I have never once been fishing on Lake Lanier because I fly fish. So the water needs to be moving. And but what Lake Lanier gives those of us who fly fish is wonderful, what we call tailwater. So all that water coming out of the dam is cold enough to support trout. And uh, so, you know, but really between here and all the way down to uh, the perimeter, uh, there's a really great trout population that's there. And, and the uh, state, you know, has done a great job. The um, hatchery is here. It's actually just within Chattahoochee River Club. Um, and... Um, and so there are some great spots that are along, and of course that's our Forsyth County border with Gwinnett County. But uh, the best spots are on the Forsyth County side, of course. <laughs> um, but 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 have done you know several float trips, and 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 if if I can through the season, if I can carve out you know a few hours, I will go in the morning or afternoon, and um, you know uh, take my waders and go out and, 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 and fly fish. So that's, for me, that's one. And, and the other, uh, you know, uh, uh, we love to, um, kayak canoe and, and that probably canoe and, uh, the, the Etowah blue way, um, is, and that's in the very Northwest part of the County. And, uh, is that Eagle Eagles beak park and, um, which is just a stunningly beautiful park and, uh, and hats off to the County for making that happen. But there is a great access to the Etowah River, and uh, it's part of a much larger, uh, what they call blue trail of uh, being able to canoe and, and kayak. And and even though the Etowah does not go through just a small part of Forsyth County, it's still, um, and we've been to several access points on the Etowah, 
it is by far and away the best. Um, it is well, when it's new, but it's also uh, really well maintained and um, has some great you know facilities and amenities. So for us, that's that's that those are the biggies. Well, all of those things sound like great fun, and I have fiercely taken notes so that I can check out some of these these uh, points of attraction here within the community. Um, before we end our discussion, Michelle, I would like for you to share with our listeners how people can become involved with the chamber should they like. Um, I, as a new member, if anybody out there would like to join as my guest for an event, please, um, you're welcome to be my guest. That's how I kind of drank the Kool-Aid, per se, to begin with. Derek's holding up his finger. Go for it. I just want to, oh my goodness, I just want to congratulate you for how you have learned to say Forsyth correctly so quickly. Thank you. <laughs> Should I slaughter it for those who didn't hear me say I mean, Forsyth? Yeah, yeah. You know, I think maybe both versions are good. I like to tell people, people are like, so is it like F-E-R? No, just you take. Said fur. You told me like yeah. fur. It's not Forsyth. Just take the O Forsyth. out. Just take the O out. Forsyth. 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 All right. Thank you. Yeah. So anyhow, you're doing a great job with that. Thanks for assimilating correctly. Absolutely. Derek, thank you for making this an educational program as well. Hey. Absolutely. Very good. I didn't Very want good. to stand out like a sore thumb when I came here, so thanks for helping me blend in. <laughs> um, Michelle, kind of going back to how people can become involved, and maybe if they wanted to check out an event or um, connect with anybody on your team to learn more, share with our listeners how they can do that. Of course. You can always stay connected with us on social media. You can find the Fo Forsyth County Chamber on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, and simply search FOCO Chamber. If you're interested in learning more about joining the Forsyth County Chamber of Commerce, you can always send me an email at mdaniels at focochamber.org exciting thank you very much for sharing your information uh, if you guys decide to get out there and and move and shake with us in the marketplace james will be there with a smile to shake your hand at the door you might see derek on stage wearing something incredibly awesome michelle and i will be there smiling and networking and chatting um and you guys always stay connected with us on businessradiox.com you can listen to these shows 24 7 by selecting the forsyth studio all of these shows will also be available wherever you listen to your um audio shows so we're going to be on itunes stitcher spotify where do you listen to your podcast michelle? i'm typically itunes mostly but i do spotify every once in a while and what about you Derek? Definitely Spotify guy. Spotify and James. I'm a mixture of several things because not everything's on everything. Yeah, that's so, true. So Spotify, but I also, uh, um, you know, certainly um, uh, uh, the, uh, Castbox is another. Oh, Castbox. Uh, ca Good call. Castlebox. Yes. Yep. Yes. Absolutely. And uh, um, and actually, I'm a big podcast guy. I love nice. love podcasts. So uh, and have plenty of time in the car to. Uh, to do that. But before we close, I want to sure. tell you congratulations, not not just on saying for Seth, <laughs> but this whole, you know, the studio, the the investment that you're making in the community and, and the work that you're doing and being able to tell the story of folks like Derek and many, many, many other. I mean, Forsyth County is full of incredible business people with great stories to tell. And thank you for doing your part to shine the light on that. And thank you for your partnership with us too. We greatly value that and, and appreciate everything you're doing. Thank you very much. Well, here we, um, we aim to please and we aim to amplify the voice of business. So I look forward to being shoulder to shoulder with you guys in the community, enjoying these events and participating in some of these fun things that you guys shared with me. 
you, um, Michelle, you mentioned that you guys had a YouTube channel and I like to tune into some virtual events. How can our listeners find you guys on YouTube? Absolutely. So if you just search for Scythe County Chamber of Commerce, we'll pop up right number one in your search feed. Boom. And you guys be sure to subscribe to FOCO Talks. You can find that on all of your major platforms. And again, for all of our guests today, I want to thank you for joining us, Mr. James McCoy, Derek Brooks, and Michelle Daniels. For today, I am your host, Amanda Pierch, and this has been FOCO Talks on Business Radio X. (laughs) 